Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Boot to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to another episode of Boot to the Face Episode 186, Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez here on Twitch Powered by FullPressCoverage.com Go there for all your sporting wants and needs. Talk about how the NBA Finals is tied up at two games apiece with Steph Curry going in in game four. 42 points. I believe he had 10 rebounds, too. I could be wrong. Uh, Just clutch three-pointer after three-pointer. This dude is unreal to watch. Uh, Talk about the Atlanta Braves' nine-game win streak. Damn right. Coming for the Mets. You know, all I'm gonna say is Wednesday night. I was in the building. I got my ring. We got no, a man, ring. You couldn't, you couldn't find one like ring. underneath the chair somewhere. Like, man, wasn't nobody putting those down. <laughs> there was A's fans in there collecting rings. Even they were uh, getting them. I said, "That's going on eBay, isn't it, buddy?" Said, and, and, yep. and by the way, you got. I mean, fat check here. You got. You got to add one more on there, man. We got ten straight. We got ten straight. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yesterday ten. was ten. Yesterday was ten. Ten so, wins in a row. Ten. Don't undercut them. This is like last year, man. They were they, you know, took them right before the All Star break to get five hundred, and then they were off and running. And this year, they got a, a few weeks earlier than that. Hopefully, they yep. can keep it going. Um, you know, the Braves of the past how ha- come back to haunt us, and we know how the history shows how from July to September they tend to fall. But this last year, they reversed that and they went opposite. And hopefully, this year they do the same. But man, they are looking good. They are looking prime and ready to go, hitting on cylinders. Um, Acuna, man, the dude's a beast. Let's just put it Isn't that way. he's so fun? Fucking to watch. dude, Austin Riley. I fucking love Austin Riley, man. Austin three sixteen. Man, God. Uh, but now nah, the team's looking looking good. And I'm not gonna lie. Start of the season, I was a little pissed off. <laughs> Obviously, I was pissed off that Freddie no longer there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's my boy. But, but you know, got to see him in L.A. But, but Matt Olson, man, I'm coming around to it. I didn't Matty like Ice, first, the new Matty I'm, Ice in Atlanta, I'm the better Matty Matty Ice in that that city, man. Like I'd rather watch him all day. Well, the other one's gone. Him. The other one's in Indianapolis. <laughs> you know, it's it's you know, Matty Ice. We knew he failed. Um, this ain't no this ain't no New England shit up in here. Yeah, we ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna shout do out that, to GBM so. in the chat who's already active. Getting bitches, man. <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, it's fun to see them back on top or making their way back on top, but they're doing well. Um, it was it was a struggle watching them to be the first you know month and a half and they, they definitely made their way so well, it's, it's good to see All Star break three weeks away four weeks away <laughs> baseball uh, sucks uh, at the beginning of the year anyway so I didn't watch really any of it I well, just started so much more this year too because the fact they still didn't really have an All Star break or yeah. I mean a spring training so they still you know the first month and a half games. was technically spring training still baseball and basketball should just <clears throat> start after the All Star break. Like basketball, basketball started in December, like it did during the lockout year, where it was only fifty games. Man, that shit was so exciting. Dude. If baseball would cut down to like ninety games, like we don't need a hundred. I love basketball, games baseball. man. I have, basketball's always been my favorite sport. Um, basketball is my I favorite just, sport. Just, it's just so like the other day. I'm like, the playoffs are still going. My yeah, God, NBA playoffs. It's like you know what? Fun. I love hockey, but it's the same thing. Hockey's the same way. It's such a long season. You know, and then the, the 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 playoffs come, and it's like they're still going. Oh, yep. and that's what I love. Especially about if your team's not in, so it. short. <laughs> right? Yeah. If your team's not your in team basketball season, playoffs go a long time. <clears throat> if you don't care about who's playing. Yeah, and the problem was my my basketball team was doing well at the end, um, and then they failed. You know, yeah, mine, but that's, mine that's hasn't the been hard, doing well since that's the heartbreak of Chicago. You know. Uh, um, 
Let, you know, but, fuck all that sports though. We got a lot of wrestling to get to, man. We got a let's lot talk. of wrestling to get to. Let's talk. Uh, we have one, and, and I didn't give you the notes yet this morning, but yeah, you did. No, no, hold on. I, there was one more thing. I didn't. It was came out afterwards. They announced it, the the uh, contestants for the G one climax. Oh, oh. So we'll we'll list those off. Um, and then that's a uh, holy shit. Let me just put it that way. We got some AEW people in there. Um. Technically, no. Hmm. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Cool. We'll get to that during the last segment when we <clears> talk uh, our, our news segment. Um, but, you know, we don't even have to catch up and all that. Like, one week ago, it was hell in a cell. You know, everybody was complaining. Oh, there's no build. There's only one cell match. Why name a pay-per-view after a match and blah, blah, blah. You have to do it. It fucking worked. It worked. The Hell in a Cell match this year was probably one of the most memorable Hell in a Cell matches since Mick Foley flew off the top of it and threw the fucking cage. Because I mean, just just to put it this way, outside of WrestleMania, the pay-per-view events that are named after matches are the best pay-per-views of the year. Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. Elimination Chamber, Money, Money in Bank. the Bank, Hell in a Cell. They're, they're the best pay-per-views outside of WrestleMania. Uh, well, everybody didn't like it. You shouldn't name it. You shouldn't force a Hell in a Cell match. Blah blah blah. Okay, whatever. Uh, and they, <coughs> this of course, match, they didn't. And, and we got one match. And this match deserved everything that goes with a Hell no. in a Cell match. They didn't plan on Cody fucking ripping his peck off the bone the week before, <laughs> right? And still, Homeboy wanted to get swole before the fucking match started. But he did. But let's let's start at the beginning of triple threat match for the women's Raw Championship: Becky, Oscar, and Bianca Belair. <laughs> Becky and Bianca have really great chemistry together. Becky and Asuka have really good chemistry together. I don't know yet about Asuka and Bianca, but I know two of the three parties in this have really good chemistry. Becky and Bianca tore it down at WrestleMania. Probably one of the best women's matches I've ever seen. Probably the best women's match I've ever seen live in person. Um, and Becky lost, so that shows you like how good it was that I can still say that. Um, <laughs> but they killed it. Um this was a really good triple threat match. It wasn't like most WWE triple threat matches where somebody just gets thrown outside and other two people go at it for three minutes and then they run in and give somebody a break. Like these women were going. Asuka hit a combination on Becky where she did like a spinning back fist, another spinning back fist, kicked her in the gut, kicked her in the face, another spinning back fist, and then German suplexed her. And I was just like, Becky needs to go back to being a face. She's taking an ass whooping as a heel. Like she's bumping around way too much for people. Oscar whooped her ass in that little spot, but in the end, Becky gets outsmarted by Bianca, who does what Becky was trying to do the entire match, and Bianca ends up pinning Oscar one, two, three, clean as a whistle, and she is still your Raw Women's Champion. And I am not mad at it because, in my eyes, Marty, just a little looking down the road, I see Bianca versus Becky three. At SummerSlam. Already? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm good. I'm good with it. Um, as long as Becky gets the title back. But actually, uh, this will be Bianca versus Becky like four or five because Becky defended against her uh, at yeah. a couple pay per views last year. So, and I'm not mad at it. A year long feud where they've kind of gone separate ways and came back to each other. Like I, I like stuff like that. I don't want two people just feuding with each other the whole time. They've kept this one fresh and I don't mind it at all. I mean, Bianca's kind of been there the whole time. So it's not like it's that fresh. Not really? She was fighting Dewdrop and like, so she, had was with, she had a few. So was Duke. Becky. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They took, taking them away from each other and then came right back. Um, yeah. and, no, I, and, and I'm not mad know, at it. To go with GBM says Becky's good, so good at what she does. Yes, mm. I'm gonna tell you right now though. I love Becky, but her promos, she does this like, you know, like when like kids are crying. <laughs> and, She's always and, done and that. Trying to catch her breath. She does that. It's so fucking annoying. That's that's the way she talks. She's always done that. No, it's not always. It's like yeah. when she's like trying to like be aggressive. With her, with her mic, and if you, uh, she's, getting, she's just getting like overworked, and, and it's like no, it's mm, her best. Her best promo she ever cut was the one she turned on Charlotte on SmackDown. You go back and watch that; she does it the whole time. I remember. Okay, that's uh, fine. I'm just saying she, it's, she's it's always like, done it. It's so noticeable right now, and it's like uh, I think no. it adds to it adds to her being a spoiled fucking. It does. Petulant. It does do yeah. that, but it doesn't, and that's what doesn't take away from the fact that it's 
gets annoying just hearing it. We got to commend, well, at least I do, you know, you do what you want. I have to say that she's just so good right now. And GBM says she's good at what she does. She's like, it's a, if you ever want to take a top baby face and make them a heel and you write a book about it, you just fucking go from SummerSlam to right now. The crowd still wants to cheer her and she refuses. She is so fucking annoying and just makes you want her to lose so bad. But at the same time, in the back of your mind, you're like, I fucking love her. Like, right? she's so good. Exactly. And then, and then you can go back further. The first time they tried to make her heal. And I don't think she was in this on time. I don't think she no, was no, in on Yeah, it, but the universe the way it is now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Light and day. Ugh. Yeah, let's but, not talk about Natty. Natty um, is horrendous. But back to what I was saying. Just, she's so good at it. And... On top of that, I feel for a while when she came back, I was kind of worried. I was like, man, she's gotten so small, but I think it's helped her because her in ring now is better than it's ever been. Like if you go back to the beginning of boot to the face and I was fangirling over Becky the whole time, I would tell you, I was like, one of the things I like about her is that she's not as athletic as Charlotte and Sasha. Like things don't come as easy to her as they do them. She has to try a little harder, right? If you watch her matches now, she can have a good match with anybody. She had a good match with Dewdrop. Who does that? Mm-hmm. You know? Let, nobody wanted to see it, but she still did it. Carried Liv Morgan, you know? Who has good matches with Liv Morgan? Not a lot of people. And then when she gets in there with Bianca and the Oscars and the Charlottes of the world, she steps up and surpasses their level too. To me right now, right now, and I know Sasha's, Sasha's the standard, the blueprint, if you will, for what I think a women's wrestler is. Right now, I think pound for pound, all around, Becky Lynch is the best female wrestler in the world right now. Promos, character work, in-ring, big fight feel, importance, buy rate, work rate, whatever rate, refresh rate, all that shit. She does it all. Um, she's the best women's wrestler in the world right now, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you there um, by any means. So I completely agree with you on that. And Bianca won the match. So <laughs> I'm sitting here singing Becky's praises. Bianca's fucking good, man. Like she just she just exudes a superstar when she walks out. There's so many people just freaking out that she wasn't wearing pants. Just a little bit of a wardrobe change in her and people freaked out about it. Like she's and the powerhouse, the athleticism. She just... To me, her character is not quite where it should be. Her character in NXT was way better, I thought. Like, mm-hmm. trying to force feed her to be a babyface, I don't think works. But if she if she, ever, she ever goes back heel again, like she was in NXT. I, I feel like even if she's a you know, full-blown heel, but if she just first the line, mm-hmm. has a little bit of a raw edge to her, uh, I think that'll do do loads, you know? Um, but no, I think... Yeah, you're right. Like the the, the not to say force feed the baby face, but the fact that she is a baby face the way she is, um, they just need to tone it down a little. I think less is more. You know what I mean? They don't necessarily need to like overplay the baby face. She just could just come out there and be the perfect baby face. Um, like at at times, it's it's almost like Ronda Rousey coming out being a baby face and how she Ugh. pans the crowd and smiles and does all this like. You don't need to do all that. And Bianca's the same way. I, I I think Bianca's great. I think she's uh doing well. I think she could do she could be even higher than where she is now. It's all the sky's the limit. Uh and she's making her way. But yeah, I, I feel like if she were to tone down the baby face reaction a little bit, it would do so much more for her character that she'd get even over, over even more. Um yeah. but no, this is a good match to watch. A great match. I think a great match to start the card. Um, on what I thought was a really good pay-per-view. Um, led into Bobby Lashley versus Omos and MVP. And my God, that boy put Bob put MVP down. Send that um, boy out to pasture. Bobby Lashley is over. Bobby Lashley got some new music. It's kind of, yeah. I wish they, they would they, stick the with it, you know? They changed the first half. Yeah. And the video or the way it comes out. Uh, I like it. I dig it. I, I do too. I, I like it now too, but I also like the, <clears throat> I like the older one when it was like, I don't know. I think, 
I think it was too Goldberg slash Wardlow-ish at first. Maybe that's why they tweaked it a little bit. And now they've changed it and put him on that little platform. But it's a superstar entrance. Like, not everybody gets it, you know. Cody comes up through the ground. It's a Herculean yeah. entrance. Cody yeah, comes up through the ground. Bobby Lashley standing on the fucking platform. Like, look at me. You wish you could look like it. And everybody's like, yep, I do. But I like hot dogs. So they can't really <laughs> they can't really do it. Um, but Lashley beats Omas and MVP with a little help from Sarek. And what'd you say? <laughs> so you give them too much credit. They're eating chicken nuggies. <laughs> chicken nuggies. Ma, ma, um, meatloaf. <laughs> but yeah, Lashley wins. And uh, man, he got just, I was so shocked at the reaction he got when he won. And it was in mm-hmm. Chicago. That's another thing too. Like Chicago was shit on anything they don't like. And they were fucking loving Bobby Lashley. Well, you got to put he, it this way too. Omos isn't necessarily somebody that, you know, I think I think he's decent. I think he's going to get better. Omos isn't somebody that people are gonna, are really getting behind. But then you also put him against MVP, which people can't stand, and it just sets it up for for Bob to and how he got screwed over. It just sets it up for Bob to have a, a positive reaction. And I, I mean, mean, it's it's you not like say fun. that it's not like he's you know freaking Bobby Roode out there trying to get over it's Bobby but Lashley. remember but remember Becky versus Dewdrop at Royal Rumble we were there people didn't give a fuck about that match and it was Becky Lynch yeah but it was, it was fucking Dewdrop exactly Dewdrop Omos Dewdrop Omos same no, fucking no. thing hold on if you listen to what I said if you listen to what I said that despite it being Omos who fans really aren't getting or aren't really behind you had him going against MVP which people Man. want to see his ass get beat. So that's no, you, different. That, that's the, you that's, want to see his ass get no, beat. Don't say people. One. Don't I'm say everybody. <laughs> I, listen, I listen to that pre-show. You don't like that stupid-ass rap he did. He should have got his ass kicked after that rap. I mean, it's like, what, Max Caster? And then I don't MVP. know. I'm, I'm starting to like the acclaim. So you know daddy. what? Hold on, though. <laughs> some, some of his stuff is good, but some of it's like, oh, my God. This makes like 90s boys. street rap sound so bad. Yeah, Ugh. that's what's good about it though. He's better than John Cena. Some of them, no, like not last, not last week, but a couple weeks, the last couple weeks prior to it, they've been really good. I'm like, oh, I was getting ready to shit on them, and then all of a sudden, the last two weeks happened. I'm like, oh, you got yeah. some good ones. Oh, you're it sucks. About uh, about sucks punk? my guy. Okay. Yeah, sucks my guy got hurt because I feel like they're getting over now with the ass yeah. boys running behind them. Um, but yeah, Lashley goes over. Then you got uh, Judgment Day versus. Balor, AJ, and Liv. Don't, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't pass him up like that. Give the man his due. Who? KO versus Ezekiel. I know, don't, don't be, don't be down on this, this match. I'm so glad hmm. KO won. I'd have been so mad if KO would have lost. <laughs> I thought, I, I, I enjoy this feud. I know you yeah. hate it, but I love it. Yeah. I, I, I just feel like, you know, I've come around on KO a lot since the beginning of this podcast, and I feel like he's just so good at everything they give him. And they gave him, he went from getting Stone Cold Steve Austin's first match to Ezekiel. And it's just, it's, it, I'm annoyed for KO. I understand well, he's cashing fuck? a what big the, what fucking What do you expect check. him to do? Call the I don't Rock know, out? Go for the fucking title. He ain't ready for the title. Why not? He had a good fucking feud with Roman on SmackDown. If he, if, if he beats Steve Austin, yes, but he didn't. He lost. So he goes to Ezekiel. I mean, he lost a non-title match to a hall of, to a, a legend returning for his first match. The, the one of the greatest of all time. I don't think I'm there's just, any shame I'm, in I'm that. Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think there's any shame in that. <laughs> so you so you lose to to Austin. You get you prime for the top of the line. No, you you're not prime for the title shot, but you're not fucking in a program with Ezekiel for two months. Well, they needed to get Ezekiel back in there, and Kevin Owens was someone at the top of the list who's Teflon. Kevin Owens doesn't get hurt by the losses. Kevin Owens doesn't get hurt by the feud. I mean, he's been in some shitty feuds, and Kevin Owens still stands where he's at. I'm just saying. You know, you put Ezekiel anywhere else, it's a waste of money. I think we're headed towards KO and Sami Zayn. This feud is almost over. Give it another month, and this feud's over. Omos is not over. I'm not talking about Omos. I'm talking about Owens and Ezekiel. I know. It's funny the way you said Judgment Day (laughs) versus Club 3.0. And, and Liv Morgan. Uh, Social media losing their mind over fucking uh, Rhea Ripley wearing booty shorts. She cheated too, by the way. Like, if you if you look at it, like, she took those little bands and put them right mm-hmm. underneath her butt and, like, made it pick up a little bit. I was like, that's not fair. Like, 
you you're you're bringing attention to something that otherwise would not have gotten attention. I mean, you're not wrong. Judgment Day wins, right? They did win, yep. right? And then the very next night on Raw, let's just get into this. I know we'll talk about Hell in the Cell, but I didn't know what was going to happen here, right? <clears throat> like, they called Finn Balor out, and I thought, clearly, he's just, like, he's not really going to jump. Because Finn didn't really give it away anything. Like, he came out there with this little all-shucks attitude, right? And it's just yeah. like, I saw this, I saw that. But I kind of picked up on it when they were saying it. He was like, yeah, when I got in contact with these two last night, we got to talking. And I'm like, wait, so they didn't tell Edge about it? And they invited him in? And Edge didn't know? I was like, that's kind of weird. And then when Priest was like, yeah, the one thing holding us back, I was like, oh, shit. They're about to fuck well, up Even Edge. before that, when it's like, you're you're the one told us that we need to get over this. We need to get, we need to shed this. We need yeah. to, to not let anything hold us back. I'm like, oh, shit. But then I know do where this it. is going. I've seen this happen. I know yeah. where this is going. I'm all for it. I liked it. There's a lot of people bitching about it. I liked it because nobody saw it coming. Right. Nobody knew that's what was going to happen. We all thought, oh, they're just going to put Finn Balor Out in. Out of fourth it. member. Yeah, because he lost. No, we're fucking getting rid of him. <clears throat> and now Finn Balor's the leader. Uh, you know, he's not too much younger than Edge, but it gives back. I like I like Hill Finn Balor. He was so good on NXT. I don't need the demon. I don't need a little smiley Finn Balor. I need, I'm here to fuck you up, Finn Balor. And I want the universal title back that I never fucking lost. That's and he's Finn almost Balor, a decade right? younger than him, just so we're clear. Yeah, but Finn Balor's still like 40. It's not like he's young. I mean, Damian Priest is like at almost 40 also. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. he's 39. So Judgment just to kind of give you that that perspective. Puts Edge out. They give him the concerto and beat the dog shit out of him. And he's out of here. Uh, so Judgment now, Day wins the match. They needed none of these to swap out Rhea Ripley with someone else. Yeah, I don't mind Rhea Ripley. I like her as the... We're, we're, uh, Street Profits. She's so bad on them. She's so horrible on the mic. It's so. Where were the Street Profits at when Rhea Ripley became number one contender and Judgment Day staring down Bianca Belair? Are we headed towards that now? The Street Profits coming to help when. Because. I don't know if you've noticed this, Marty. Montez Ford has gotten swole. Oh, I noticed that a few weeks back. And they, they brought attention to it this week as well. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's I a, think I that's that I main event like, muscle right there, buddy. <laughs> I was about to say, I feel that uh, Dawkins, <laughs> Dawkins might need to watch himself because Dawkins yeah. might find himself on that cutting board, uh, cutting board and floor pretty soon rather than later. And uh, Tez might be uh, mainstreaming to the top of the heat yeah, right there. That's that main event muscle, buddy. Um, what other match was there besides the Hell in the Cell? There's one more, right? Um, well, there's two more. There's Madcap versus Corbin, Theory yeah. versus Mustafa. Um, cool. Neither one of them really worthy of talking yeah. about. I fast forward to Madcap and, and Corbin. Those happened. And, and then we got Cody versus Seth freaking Rollins in the Hell in a Cell match. The the trifecta match right here. Um, I'm not going to lie, man. The the fact with this name, with this card they had, it's the only match on this card that was suited and fitting for a, a Hell in a Cell match. And I, yeah. I loved it. I think had it been Becky and Bianca one on one, and they had a little bit of better feud, they could have been in the Hell in a Cell. But with Oscar involved, like it wasn't, it wasn't needed. Um, so there's no point in forcing a Hell in a Cell match when it doesn't go there, right? Like this one, right. this one needed it. Uh, reports were happening throughout the weekend that Cody was injured; he was taken off the road. Um, they said one one night KO replaced him, and Seth won, and Cody came and chased him off. So people didn't know like how severe the injury was. Then reports were he tore he partially tore his pectoral muscle and then he ripped it completely off the bone while working out and I'm like well he ain't wrestling and it's like he's still wrestling and I'm like there's no way he's wrestling he comes out he's got the little Homelander jacket on by the way fuck Homelander episode four Dude, fuck that guy. I haven't got the, I haven't got the episode four yet I'm about to watch it I started it um, I got caught up on the first three this week but yeah fuck it's, it's always fuck Homelander. Like that uh, dude, such a shitty piece of shit. Cody's got the Homelander jacket on, and you can see a little bit of a bruise, like while the jacket's open. I'm like, yeah, okay, so maybe he did rip it. And then I immediately th- remember, like, well, man, I remember Triple H like posting a picture of the bruising when he did it, mm-hmm. and it was everywhere. And when Cody went to take that jacket off, you could see his left arm was all cut up with muscles and veins popping out. And his right arm was just this big swollen like piece of goo 
this purple goo and the bruise went and the crowd just goes you can hear the crowd Cody Cody ooh what the fuck is that like and then everybody got like nervously quiet for maybe the first if you go back and watch like the first five minutes of that match the crowd is like quiet because they're like is this motherfucker really wrestling with all that on he's jumping around doing fucking cutters off the top rope doing little disaster kicks and I'm like this nigga's on drugs like what the fuck's going on the whole match he wrestled wins the match against Seth Rollins hits him with a sledgehammer great match by the way Seth comes out in the polka dots Seth Rollins is he's on that Becky Lynch thing right now he's so fucking good at everything he's doing losing consistently losing he absolutely is like i don't care what they do yeah it's it's been fantastic um i've enjoyed this feud so much like seth rollins has been money the entire time cody since he's been back has been enjoyable uh i'm not gonna lie the last three months of cody has been more enjoyable than the last three years of cody on aew mm. yeah well he ain't getting force fed to you not force fed he's not fighting you know jobbers to get them get their names known He's fighting Seth fucking Rollins, and he's holding his not just holding his weight. He's fucking he's he's level with Rollins in this feud. Like this feud is so freaking good, it's enjoyable. Um, it just got to not only was he force fed, but he was put in matches where you didn't care to watch. Hmm. There's like no emotional attachment to him fighting at, at this time. You know Dante Martin. You know two years ago, or you know freaking what's the uh what what was his friend that's that's on his own now i can't remember what his name oh, is. oh uh the one that runs the the fucking show with him yeah uh, qt qt marshall like it like nobody cares for that match and that's all his few that's with outside of like mjf and you know a few other matches you know his few with brody and it was other than that it was just like why why are we watching Cody fight these guys? Mm. Like I get he can't be he's not gonna be in the title picture, you know, but he's better than this. You know, even Darby Allen, you know, his you know, TNT titles and everything, it was great. But still his his time in AEW was in matches you didn't want to watch. And that and I think that's also what led to him being force fed and what people not only were they just not happy with him being force fed, but not happy with being fed matches of Cody Rhodes that you don't want to watch where now we're getting a feud that's enjoyable. You're intrigued. You're, you're engaged all the way through and they're putting up freaking amazing matches. It's fantastic. I hope I don't. My only concern is that when he comes back, which nine months away, I don't think it's going to be nine months. It's going to be less than that. So they say, so they say, um, I think his next feud is going to be fantastic, but, they got to follow it up, right? They can't let him just get into a feud with somebody and then all of a sudden it drops below what he was doing with, uh, with Seth Rollins. Well, it's going to be hard to, to keep it going with somebody besides Cody's talking about going to fucking money in the bank. He is. He yeah, is. It was before Seth whooped his ass. So yeah, maybe Seth, maybe that was just a little bit of a tease and he can come back and say, you know, you cost me my money in the bank shot, but well, I mean, it did. The, the nine months didn't come out till after that. So yeah, you know, he answered the day after, but, you know, eight, nine months, eight months, that's what a rumble season. All right, let's let's uh, let's take a break. We're only going to take one break, and then we can come by and come back and power through everything else because we both got some shit to do today, so we can only go for about an hour. So let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk about the happenings in the world of professional wrestling the rest of this week. Stay tuned here on Boot to the Face. Our next partner has a product that I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted better immunity and to optimize my immune system after COVID. Now I've been taking it for about three weeks and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It's got kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day and night. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of the things. Again, I take this every morning to support my immune system. 
Let's talk about some health facts and importance of the multivitamin. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. As far as the price, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing into your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting into different supplements yourself. You're investing in the all-in-one nutritional insurance. Uh, as far as testimonials, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes and is trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 186, Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez here on Twitch, talking everything professional wrestling, and we talked a little bit about Monday Night Raw, Judgment Day, those are pretty much the big things, um, Rhea Ripley's gonna get a title shot versus Bianca Belair at Money in the Bank, uh, we kinda saw that coming, Cody's put out, Seth attacks him, uh, Ezekiel gets another shot at Kevin Owens, so that's a thing. And Bobby Lashley says he wants a shot at the title, and then he gets interrupted by uh, your boy Theory, which was a, a, a just a weird interrupt. Why are we doing this with Austin Theory? Like I, I don't like the guy at all. I don't think he's ready. I don't think he's good enough. I don't think he's good on the mic. Looks like a million dollars. Can wrestle really well, but just. To be put in the spot he's put in, I don't know. Like, there's Kevin Owens could be in that spot. You know? Kevin Owens could be the one, Vince McMahon's right-hand man, like, protege. Like, how funny would that be? That'd be good. That'd be something entertaining. Austin Theory's like not we did that. Didn't we do that already? I know he was didn't in the, uh... Didn't we he do was in KO the authority. No, KO beat the shit out of Vince. Oh, okay. I, I, I just remember there was... Inter- oh, yeah, that's right, because he came back, yeah. No, I, you're right. Like I, I actually don't. I, I'm starting to come more around to theory than I was before. Um, I actually, you know, I remember back in the <clears throat> the early days of 
what was it the the performance center wwe uh when he was thrown thrown in there with andrade and all of them uh garza <clears throat> and i actually thought he was really good back then and thought he was being used incorrectly i don't think he was <clears throat> should ever be part of that faction <clears throat> sorry um but I don't, I don't mind him being a champ, being the United States champion right now. Um, I do think it gets a little overboard. He's like, dude, you need to calm down. Um, but that's the point. That, that's why you know he's a heel. That's why people hate him. But I, th- I don't, I don't ever want to see him in the main title picture anytime soon. That he's years away from that. I hope that we don't streamline that. I think that's a far off. Um, but him being matched up against Bobby Lashley is fantastic. I think Bobby Lashley is going to kill the kid. And destroy yeah. him and take that title back, and you're gonna have Bobby with the, uh, the United States Championship, which he never lost technically. Um, but he went on to the world title. I I don't know. I just and the U.S. title and the Intercontinental titles don't even don't get me started on how fucking stupid these things look. Like Walter or Gunter wins the Intercontinental <sighs> title, and it looks like a fucking toy. You know, it doesn't even look like a championship. Looks like what Toys R Us left on the shelf and they shut down. Yeah. <sighs> um, that's, you know, unless I can think of anything else on Raw, that's pretty much all that happened, right? I mean, since we're talking about Lashley versus, um, theory and Kunther versus Ricochet, I mean, it's just WWE putting people in matches that they don't. Becky versus Dana for the freaking twenty four seven title. Mm, Why? I'm not to think about that. Like you want to talk about KO having a few Ezekiel, Becky Lynch versus Dana Brooke in twenty four seven? Really? Mm. Come on, yeah, and, I mean, you the woman better. didn't doesn't lose for fucking years. You know, I know she was out on maternity leave, but she won. You know, she lost to Oscar at Royal Rumble. She won in Royal Rumble, didn't lose a match. Went to WrestleMania, won that match, kept that title up until she went out in like June of the next year. Came back, beat Bianca, and didn't lose. Didn't get pinned until WrestleMania. Over two years of active wrestling where she didn't get pinned, and now she's losing to Dana Brooke. On Monday Night Raw, and I get Oscar, her music hit and everything, and Oscar cheated. Still. I mean, she helped her. Like Oscar held yeah. Becky down while she's getting pinned, but still, honestly, yeah. I was kind of like at first I was like, "What Becky with the twenty four seven time?" And I thought about it. I was like, "This, this could be kind of cool." Like, remember Undertaker won the Hardcore title and like kind of <laughs> legitimized it back then. Yeah, this could have been something funny with Becky like punking everybody out. Like you motherfuckers aren't gonna come. I out mean, she literally said, "I will smash you all in the beach." Even T Bar was like, "Even T Bar was like, oh shit, let me back up." <laughs> and and that, that's the funny, like you, you, I don't know. She would destroy everyone, like, even the guys that are in, like she would just destroy. Could you imagine fucking but, promo like shit backstage with her and our truth? Thank you. Like, that's how what much I'm fun like, her and our truth would be money. Like, it'd just be fantastic. I want to see that. I don't even need to see the 24-7 title of the picture. I just want to see the interaction with right. Becky and, and our truth And it, it, it keeps her more truth. And if you want Bianca to keep going with the title, and maybe you want Becky and Bianca at Survivor Series instead of SummerSlam, right? This keeps her out of the fucking title picture. Like, keeps her busy with something else. Keeps her on TV. Keeps her entertaining. But I do worry that you put Becky Lynch in a 24-7 <clears throat> uh, crowd and put her and our truth together, like, doing weird shit that... She's gonna be a babyface. Like the heel shit's over. Yeah. If, it's not gonna, yeah. <laughs> if you get her and our truth backstage, she's no longer heel anymore. Like no, no matter what you try to close. tell me. Um. So yeah, it was just you know I was intrigued for a second, but when she lost, I mean maybe that's what the like, case. Maybe they want to start making ugh. her a hit face again, and they're gonna to have Bianca lose a title, and then Bianca goes heel. You know that's another way to go about it as well too. But who knows? Yeah. WWE yeah. sometimes they just get in their way. Um, yeah. but other than that, yeah, like I said, other than that, much, much on Raw, not much else left. Uh, NXT 2.0, uh, I know you don't watch, so I'll just, as I'll give my weekly toxic attraction shout out. is still toxic. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a thing. Um, <laughs> it's a really good thing. Uh, things that be thanging. I, I want to see toxic attraction in the baddies. Like, I know they're, they never work together, like the forbidden door, but. That'd just be a, a good a good match to watch. It would be I don't know, man. It would be a fun match to watch. Put yes. that way. Um, speaking of the Jade would just be the shell of all of them because <laughs> they're in AEW. Let's talk some AEW Dynamite. A lot of fucking news breaking on Dynamite. Uh, we got a new championship 
what is it? The All Atlantic Championship or some shit like that? Is it that is the All Atlantic Championship, which doesn't make sense as to why they have New Japan involved in it because New Japan isn't on the Atlantic Ocean. But hey, it is what. It so is. it's like a it's North American list. Championship almost. Basically, basically that's what they're saying without saying it. Yeah. Okay. I, I got you. Uh, I don't mind it. You know, AEW's got they got a lot of titles, but they got a lot of wrestlers too. You know, if this is gonna. I feel like the TNT title doesn't get defended nearly as much as it should. Neither does the TBS title. So if this is going to be a quote unquote work rate title, you know, where you give to the the really good workers and they just wrestle on TV for it all the time. I'm all for championship matches on TV, not world championship matches, but mid card titles. I'm yeah. all for those being on TV. Defended I mean, all the, time. the TNT title is about to get defended pretty soon. I mean, Wardlow called his stakes on that. So my boys are hurt. Scorpio Scott, how bad is his injury, by the way? I don't know. I haven't seen anything about it. I tried looking, but nothing. Yeah. I saw reports that he was hurt. He hurt his knee, and that was what they were yelling at him, that he couldn't come wrestle because he couldn't go fight. He's already beat Wardlow, you know? Wardlow shouldn't get a title shot. He's already lost. Next. So, Forbidden Door is going to have the four-way match to name the inaugural uh, All-Atlantic champion. We have just some of the names out there. Buddy Matthews lost to Pac already. Ethan Page versus Miro this week. Uh, we have Penta Oscuro versus Malachi Black. And then mm. we're going to have a New Japan versus New Japan. So New Japan will be in there. They don't say who's going to be in that match yet. Um, but I will say this. I don't want him to see him in there, but he's a name that I'm putting. Juice Robinson just lost his, uh, was just forfeited. His title last week because of appendicitis. Ah. So he's well, he, he relinquished the title. So, or it was stripped of the title. More, more exact, he was stripped of the title because he wasn't going to be able to defend it this weekend at Dominion. Um, I I think that somebody else comes back as New Japan. And I think we got we got uh, Kenny Omega on that side. I don't know. We'll see. But that's the entrance for the All Olympic Inaugural Championship match. Uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, continue with, with Dynamite. Uh, well, we talked about the All-Atlantic Championship. Um, Hangman Page comes out, has a good match, grabs the microphone, and can I tell you how hyped up I got when he said, I want Okada. <laughs> Man, I, I jumped was like, up in my chair. I'm like, here it comes. I was like, what? What, what is that like we're, we're this is what we're doing because i'm sitting there i was like i had a tweet all fucking typed up already like they not even gonna let my boy get in the tournament when he just lost mm-hmm. the belt and now punk has to forfeit it and then he said it i was like okay he, he's he's talking what i'm talking and then he's like i got other things i want to talk about forbidden door i want okada and i was like yo give me that and then when adam other adam jumped up started talking i was like fuck a fucking triple threat now with Adam Cole. Like, I don't need to see that. Because you know that's what's going to happen now. It's going to be a triple threat for the New Japan title. No, it won't. Because stuff happened at Dominion last night. That's not going to happen. Oh. Well, go ahead and break some news to me, Mari. Well, I mean, I have a part of the notes on there. Um, you know, New Japan crowned new champions last night across the board. Not just one, but across the board. Um, will uh, Kingman Page will not be facing Okada if he does face the IWGP champion Switchblade? He will be Switchblade Jay White. So, because of Jay White, I don't think Adam Cole will be in that match. Mm. Well, I think now it'll just be Page versus Okada without the title on the line. I don't think Page is fighting for the New Japan title. <laughs> Why would he come out and mention Okada if he's just going to fight? Because he's the champion. I which is it. which is why, why, why even throw Cole, that out? Why not wait? But that's that's why Cole came out and said, "You want to draw up the I because he said I want the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. I want Okada." And then that's what Cole said. He may not even be the champion. So why are you calling him out? He may not even he might be my boy Jay White. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a, so, yeah. I guess they're doing things a little differently. But uh, we'll see. I mean, it could be he wants Okada, or it could be he wants a title. Um, either way, Okada versus Page or Okada or Page versus White, either way is going to be a freaking fantastic match. Probably even right now, match of the night. Yeah. Forbidden Door is looking a lot, like a lot of fun. What was that, June 26th? Yep. 
So we're only a couple weeks away from that. Um, yeah, we'll probably talk about it next weekend, actually. Yeah. Um, why was I thinking there was a pay-per-view next week? It's two weeks from now, and then the week after that is uh, Money in the Bank. <clears throat> Money in the Bank is three weeks from now. Goodness gracious. WWE's just popping these pay-per-views out. Yeah, and then three weeks after that, we got SummerSlam. It's just nonstop. It's just keep on coming. Um, you had Thunder Rosa was wrestling the problem, Marina Shafir, and Marina Shafir attacks Thunder Rosa after the match that Thunder Rosa Can we won. Just, Marina Shafir is so much better than the Marina Shafir in, in WWE. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So much better. Yeah. Like, like I remember seeing her name come up on, on matches. I'm like, ugh, really? But not so much of an issue anymore. Like, she can go. I'd rather watch her in a match than Serena Deeb. And Serena Deeb's been showcased, showcased nonstop. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that, that, she, that she was out there for uh, Thunder and that Thunder was actually on TV and that Thunder actually had a match. That was a surprise. Hey, if a champion's going to return and have a match, it might as well be one of the ones holding the t- main titles, Roman. Oh. Oh, little sh- is it shady in here? Did the sun go behind the clouds? What just happened? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, the cop cover just came in. After the match, Marina Shafir attacks Thunder Rosa, and from the back comes Tony Storm. And when I tell you, we talk about this a lot. I, I'm a real big aesthetic person. When I tell you when she picked that title up, it looked like, She's supposed to have it. That was it. Beat Thunder Rosa. No, I like and I like Thunder Rosa, but there's no nothing the wrong now. said there. Like she held that title up, and it's like, yes, yeah. make that shit happen now. Mm-hmm. Thunder doesn't about, have, We just had a long reign. Thunder doesn't even have a long reign. Make and you talk about shit. people. Uh, you talk about people that have done so much better since leaving WWE. Tony Storm, complete repackage, back to being a badass now that she was while she was in other companies before WWE. And now she's portrayed as a star, which she is. And here you go. Fucking put the title on. Like you said, Thunder Rosa doesn't need, you know, everybody can't have a long title reign. Right. We can't go through these periods where every time somebody wins a title, they keep it for six months before you even suspect that they might lose it. You know? Yeah, titles go nowhere if you only have you know, four champions over three years. Yeah. It looks like you have a shitty company of wrestlers. They can't beat <laughs> the top level stars. You know, I mean, like, CM Punk just had a short reign, so it works out there. So might as well put the women's on the same thing. Cause you know, between Brit and night and I Rose, uh, Sheeta, like there's some been long ass reigns in the women's division. Also, I hope CM Punk comes back and his music is take your money and run. That's pretty much what he did to AEW. I mean, you're not lying. <laughs> um, then, out of nowhere, you know, we got best friends. One one third of best friends is out there. He's with FTR. One third, more like a quarter. A quarter. Well, who else is in best friends besides? Uh, you got o- you got Orange Cassidy. You got yeah. Trent. You got Chucky T. And you got Chris Statlander. Statlander's no longer with them. She's by yeah, herself. She is. Nah, she's by herself. When their her their music's up there and he comes out, they're still having his her image and stuff on there. She ain't with them anymore. They broke up. She's still she's still a best friend. I'm gonna say she's a best friend. My shirt <laughs> has her on it, and until she's no longer part on that shirt, I'm gonna say Stokely Hathaway said, "What's that big head? That big head girl from another planet or some shit?" He said, "That big head girl from outer space, Statlander." <laughs> That dude's so funny. Um, so anyway, Beretta was it Beretta or Chucky Tito. It was Beretta. No, that's Beretta. out there. Which he looks so different without his hair, like without yeah, long I, hair. He looks like a totally different person. Yeah, he's out there with FTR. They're talking <coughs> shit, and all of a sudden, the music hits for New Japan. Uh, United, what's their name? United uh, Empire. United Empire. And I'm like, oh, cool. These guys are coming out. It'd be cool if Osprey was there. And then it said Osprey on the screen. I was like, oh, oh, this is what we're doing. <laughs> we're just going to bring Osprey out. And then like 18 motherfuckers, I don't know, jump FTR and 
Trent Beretta from the back. Spoiler alert, United Empire has some gold. Oh, yeah? Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not a spoiler, though. It already happened, right? Yeah, but some people, it happened at like 2 in the morning. So some yeah. people may not have watched it yet. Yeah, this episode won't hit audio until tomorrow. Well, in that point. case, Jeff Cobb and Great O'Connor took those titles from Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens. Oh, wow. The new IWGP Tag Team Champions. Tour of the islands in this bitch. Um, and then Osprey wrestled on fucking Rampage, and they lose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they fought Trent Barretta ain't won a they match in two months. Trent Barretta got the pin, though. Trent Barretta ain't won a match in I don't know how long. I didn't even know I mean, he had a finishing he, move. He ain't won a match since his mama dropped him off in his, her minivan. Marty, I didn't even know this dude had a finishing move. He ain't won in so long. He hit that move. I was like, he won with that? And then they gave it a name. I was like, oh, I guess that's his thing. Like, come on. Will Ospreay's first match in AEW and his team loses? Well, of course. Of course it does. Tony of course Khan. it is. Why do people keep doing business with Tony Khan? Ask Impact how this shit's going to work out. Tony Khan's paying them money to do business. <laughs> ask, um, ask Impact Will's, how this shit Hold on. Out. Hold on, though. Hold on. He lost on Friday, but he wins on Sunday. Because Will Ospreay is your new IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion. He should be the world champion. Well, that may come up, you know. I mean, you know how how w, or, uh, New Japan likes to blend their titles together. It's only a matter of time for Osprey versus Jay White. And it's now the IWG World Heavyweight United States Never Openweight Champion. <laughs> and he's still the Never Openweight Champion? Who? Osprey. No. Osprey wasn't the never open weight champion going into going into oh, no, Dominion. Oh no, that was Tama Tonga, wasn't it? Going into Dominion was Tama Tonga. So Osprey, Osprey did have another belt though. Osprey had a of, yeah, he's not the the REV Championship or whatever. Okay, it is. all right. Yeah, like the New England or the England Championship or whatever. That boy um, some air miles. But yeah, um, Tama Tonga no longer champion. Who did he lose to? Carl Anderson. Ugh. Yep. Why? Yep. Um, like I told you, Dominion changed across the board. Yeah, I like when. But I like when shit to like go that on happens. that. They also the winner of the match that would determine who's to face John Moxley for the interim AEW World Championship. Hiroshi Tanahashi. That's gonna be such we, a fucking good match. We knew that was coming. That's gonna um, be such a good match, dude. Like, I Tana, actually hope if we Tanahashi, get Tanahashi I hope he does too. If we get Tanahashi versus Moxley, and then we have uh, Hangman Page versus Okada or Page versus Jay White, my God. Yes. And and to go on that, if we have FTR, I want FTR. I want I want FTR to, to face um, the G.O.D., I want G.O.D. to win those ROH championships. Like, just give give the titles to those boys. Let Tama handle those titles. How, I, 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 really have I would love for the, the Forbidden Door to actually be a Forbidden Door and bring some women from Impact in to wrestle some of the AEW mm-hmm. women, you know? Yeah. Give me so, fucking... Um, give me Deanna Perrazzo and Thunder Rosa or Mickey James and Jade Cargill or fucking... Somebody beat the fuck out of Chelsea Green. It doesn't even, I don't even care who it is. Red Velvet, anybody. Just beat the shit out of Chelsea Green. Get her to shut the hell up. Um, but there's so many good women out there that this Forbidden Door thing is kind of pissing me off that they're not bringing women in from other companies to be a part of it. I figure with two weeks left, they got to start doing something. Because as of right now, there's only two matches t- listed. I, get, I guarantee three. Three with Hangman Page, whoever he fights is going to be on there. Um, but yeah, right now there's only two matches on there. One's the the All Atlantic Championship, and one's the interim AEW champion. So we'll see what happens yeah. there. We'll see. When are Britt Baker and uh, Page are going to stop, or Adam Cole going to stop carrying these Owen Hart titles around because they don't defend them? So what's the point? I know. I mean, they just won them like a week and a half ago, so I get I understand yeah, it, but take it home, put it on your mantle. Yeah, basically. Also, Britt Baker bitching about Tony Storm picking the belt up. I'm sorry, Britt. We don't want to see you in the title picture right now. Like, go away. Put Jamie Hayter in the title picture. We don't want to see Britt Baker. Seriously, I just want Jamie to turn on Britt so bad. So bad. Then that'll make Britt a fucking babyface. 
They fucking people already love her anyways. She's one of those like heels that people love. So it doesn't matter. Loved. They're she's gonna really cheer her whether she's a heel or cheer her version whether she's a fucking face. Either way, no, Jamie's I think... I think if she's a big, I think Jamie beats down Britt Baker. She could be a face all she wants. Britt, Jamie's going to come out on top. Jamie will be the the face out of that. I feel like Britt Baker kind of tricked us all with her over-the-top character to where we were like, I can't wait for her to win the title. But then when she actually wrestles, it's not, it's not as good as her character work is. You know, she's one of those people that the bell rings and you're like, eh. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you already talked about Moxley. Moxley ended up wrestling uh, your boy Kyle O'Reilly. That was a good match. He beats him, so Moxley is mm-hmm. going to face Tanahashi for the interim AEW World Title. Is that going to make Moxley a two-time champion if he wins? It would. First it would ever two-time, two-time world champion in the company. Correct. Mm. Injuries are kicking wrestling's ass right now, man. <clears throat> Scorpio's hurt. He couldn't be in the match. Uh, Punk is out. Cody's out, obviously. Roman's clearly hurt. MJF's out. Um, Yeah. They're just not saying Roman's hurt, but he's clearly hurt, or else he'd be on fucking TV at least. Right? Um, That's what I was thinking, too. Like, he's not even there. Yeah. Uh, Nothing nothing really of note on SmackDown besides Matt Riddle's going to get a title shot against Roman next week on SmackDown because he beats Sami Zayn. Uh I don't think anything else like noteworthy happened. Natty put the sharpshooter on Ronda. Woohoo! Uh, Ronda, I'm just not. I'm not into Ronda anymore. Like no. her first run, her, her first run, her first run. Man, I was I was bought in. She doesn't even feel like a, a a superstar anymore. You know, like the first time she was Ronda fucking Rousey. Right now she's yeah. just another person on the show. She's Ronda. Yeah. Uh, and I don't yeah. know. I don't know what they did to make it that way. What she did to make it that way. What's not working? I don't know. I don't get her paid promos are flat. Man, like even when she grabs, time. even when she grab grabs the mic, she's not talking into it. It's like, can you speak up a little bit louder? Can you speak yeah. into the mic? They gave you a mic for a reason. Her cadence is off. Uh, her matches aren't really. I don't know. She's des- she's definitely not hitting on the same cylinder she was before she left. Yeah. <clears throat> have something to do with uh, big time Becky Lynch. I mean, her down. Ronda, I mean that's a that's a story right there. Becky beat her ass so bad to send her back a fucking couple years. Or Becky was the fucking person that she needed. To, I mean, she was Ronda Rousey right for a year, and right. she won the title, and she was having good matches with Sasha and Charlotte. But she really blew up when Becky called her out. Yeah, and it was like this is what we fucking want. We want these two to fight, and now she doesn't have that. Other person, because Charlotte wasn't it, you know. She didn't have that other person on the other side over to make her raise her game up. So I feel like she's just kind of coasting, you know. She's fighting Aaliyah, like yeah. in fifty-fifty matches with Aaliyah. Who the fuck is Aaliyah? She's got the fastest uh, win in, in WWE history. She beat the Rock's record. <sighs> <clears throat> um, Anyways, yeah, I, I got nothing else for SmackDown. Yeah, but I do then, have like the I list. Said, on... Go ahead or. G1 Climax. Let's do it. Let's talk about it and get the hell out of here. So they, I don't think it, uh, they haven't been announced who's in which block yet, but they did announce the people. The perennials that are usually in it, but then we also got some others. We got Tom Lawler making his way into it. Um, He's been doing, I know he's on, I think he's still MLW. But he's making his way. Um, he's been on the uh, the American Lions Den. Um, Jonah, uh, Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto, Toriyano, Tomohiro Ishii, Jeff Cobb, Great Okan, Will Ospreay, Shingo Takaji, Sonata, Naito, Jay White, Evil, Kenta, Takahashi, Yujiro Takahashi, Balak Fale, Chase Owens, Juice Robinson, Tai Chi, your boy. Zack Sabre Jr., hmm. Lance Murderhawk Archer, okay. David Finlay, who made his AEW, was on AEW this week, um, and Al Phantasmo. That's your card. I hope Tom Otonga wins it this year. Yeah, it, it seems like it's going to be wide open. 
<clears throat> let that boy run with it, man. We don't yeah, need yeah. CJY in it. We don't need to see Naito win it again. We don't need the one name we don't see on this list. Kota Ibushi. Thank God. He's still Is beefing he just... with New Japan? Huh? He's still beefing so. with New Japan? Yeah. Pretty sure. So, but that's that's the that's the list of G1 Climax, which I believe this year should be going back to um, July for the first time in three years. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't get that. Could you try again? Okay. Uh, but other than that, I, you know, I love G1 Climax, even though it's so much fucking wrestling to watch. Yeah. Um, I do love watching it. Um, and then it leads to Wrestle Kingdom, which, you know, I love Wrestle Kingdom, even if it's a three-day fucking event. WWE went to two. They said, fuck it. We'll see you two and raise you one. <laughs> Next week, we'll be talking about uh, doing our predictions for Forbidden Door, which will be happening. And we're going to have to do some uh, Patreon. What do you call it? Uh, after show, live after shows for shit. It's going to be like two, three weeks in a row. You got Forbidden Door. You got money, our money in the bank. Is money in the bank on Saturday this year? Uh, yep, it is. Nice. I love that. Fuck. Hey, uh, can somebody reach out to Tony Khan and tell him in between his next two lines, could he move the pay-per-views back to Saturdays? It'd be cool. Um, if he remembers. I mean, Sundays work better for me. So can we call Vince and tell him to put you know, money in the bank <laughs> back on Sunday? We ain't going, so it's okay. We should vote. Have, what? The have the wrestling community vote on Saturday or Sunday nights. I'm sorry. Have Saturday right? nights and so the whole industry better. just moves to those. Yeah, Saturday nights are just so much better. You ain't got to go work the next day. Especially AEW wanting to do these fucking seven-hour pay-per-views. It's like two in the morning when that shit's over with. Yeah, so. But uh, other than that, man, I got nothing else for wrestling this week. I can't wait till next week to talk about Forbidden Door. Week after that, we got the event. A lot of wrestling went on this week. It was some good stuff, some bad stuff. But other than that's wrestling. And you just got to enjoy it all. Yep, well, like we said, we'll be back next week talking forbidden door and whatever else happens this week in wrestling for marty vasquez i'm chris rucker this has been boot to the face 186 peace later Love and the hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot.